This is episode 7 of the Emotional Freedom Podcast and today we talk about how to get stuff done. Stay tuned. Hi, welcome to the Emotional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Bong. Now, I'm making this podcast with the aim of supporting you to stay sane in the middle of all the insanity that is going on in the world today. Since 2010, I've helped thousands of people to take charge of their emotional states and achieve breakthroughs in their lives. You can think of this show as a place where you can find friendly encouragement and gentle support, but without any form of judgment. I hope you will enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome. Now, I want to say thank you very much for joining me in today's episode in this podcast. And uh, for those of you who have been listening, thank you so much. And I hope that if you have enjoyed this uh, podcast, please help me to please help me by uh, leaving a review on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, as well as subscribing to this. You can also subscribe to this on uh, YouTube as well. Now, I want to share today's episode by talking about uh, my experience writing my book. And since today's topic is about how to get stuff done, I think that would be a, a good example to give you. Now, I wrote the book uh, Entrepreneur DNA in the year 2014. And truth be told, that has been a childhood dream of mine. That was something that I absolutely wanted to do since I was 10 years old. Now, before I, I tell you about how the book came about, let me share with you first about why I wanted to write a book. Okay. Now, that year, um, there was this James Bond movie starring Timothy Dalton, and the movie was named as License to Kill. That was the very first James Bond that I watched in the cinema. Now, those days, you could be a primary school kid and you could still go in and watch a, a very ultra-violent movie. I remember that was so violent. Especially remember the scene whereby they threw a, a guy into the pressure chamber and he just exploded inside with blood splattering and all that. I remember I couldn't sleep well for, for the whole week after that. Anyway, back to the story. As you know, boys will be boys. After watching a movie like James Bond, we all came home and when we go to school, we all wanted to be James Bond, right? <laughs> uh, that's normal. Um, then, one of my classmates passed me a notebook and he told me, I have written my novel. And I was like, what? You have written your novel? I took it, it was just an exercise book and uh, it wasn't even fully completed. It was basically, I think he wrote about 15 pages of it and that was his novel. And the title of the novel was 007, The License to Kill. I don't really remember whether the, it was well-written or not, but I just remembered one thing. I just remembered that, no way, I'm going to write a book too. <laughs> that, that was how it got started. And since then, I started paying attention to writing. Uh, in school, when the teacher asked us to do composition, I would do more. I would just uh, write even those questions that the teacher asked us, you don't have to write it, I would just write it. And I would go and buy books or sample compositions. I would read stories. I would read novels, all because I wanted to write. And I told myself, I'm going to be a writer. I will write a book. I will see my name in print. One year passed, another year passed, and then basically 10 years passed. And uh, 
nothing happened. I enrolled in courses. There was once a, a school that is called the writing school. I enrolled in courses. Hopefully that by the end of the course, I will write my short stories. Nope, it never happened. And then I started to um, subscribe to the Writer's Digest. Hopefully I'll get inspiration there to, to write my novels. Nothing happened. I have started off a lot of writing projects only for them all to be ended up either in the waste paper basket or in my computer, never seeing the light of the day. But 26 years later, uh, when I was 36 years old, I published my book, Entrepreneur DNA. Now, what happened there? What, what caused me to be able to write a book that I postponed for 26 years? And wait, I have not told you how, many, how long it took me to write that book, right? I wrote that book. I completed that book in 31 days. That's right. So it's my story of how I procrastinated for 26 years to do something that would have taken me just 31 days. Well, of course, uh, it's not fair to say that um, it's just 31 days because the things that I have written inside, I have already gathered it for a long, long time. It just took me 31 days to sit down and to write it. So here is the lesson that I have learned from that. One of the main reasons why I started writing True Away and then have manuscripts after manuscripts of unpublished material for a long, long time was simply because in my head, there was this voice that was telling me, it's not good enough. I mean, who will publish that? Crap. What if people read it and after a few pages, they just laugh at you? What will you do then, Luke? And I would be excited about writing. And then when I hear that voice, I would get demotivated. And I would just be like thinking, um... That is not going to work. I would do that. Can you imagine you started writing and then you, after a while, you'd be staring at the computer and you, I would be arguing over what would be the right word to use. Should I use this word or that word? And I would argue. And uh, today I would write this. Then the following day, I would go back and read it and I was like, this is crap. And then I would throw it and restart everything. And after a while doing that, you probably start to begin to feel like, yeah, maybe I'm not cut out for this. So a lot of my close friends, they knew that I was into writing and they would ask me, so Luke, how was your book? How is the progress? Initially, I would be quite um, uh, motivated. I would tell them, yeah, it's on the way. It's, 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 it's almost there. I would say that. After a few years of doing that, two things happened. Number one, people, they begin to know that they should not ask that question anymore. And number two, I also smartened up. I also realized that don't tell people that you are an author. Just don't. Don't even start that conversation. So eventually, I begin to, as I was almost giving up, but the dream inside of me is still there. I still want to write that book, right? That was when I discovered something online. And I, I don't remember who the author was, okay? And uh, I just have to say that I really thank this person because of one thing that this person said, which changed everything for me. You see, in writing, we always talk about the first draft. And the first draft is basically the first draft is something that you have written, and then you are going to go back to it because you naturally you have to write the second draft. 
But the idea of the first draft for a perfectionist like me, it's quite painful because I want to make the first draft as perfect as I could. But we know it's just not possible. And I, I spent about 26 years doing that. But this person said, don't write the first draft. Come on, all right? Don't write the first draft. Write a zero draft. And when I heard that, zero draft, what's a zero draft? Now, basically, a zero draft is writing whatever is in your mind about a topic. And you are not allowed to go back and delete. You are not allowed to go back and change any words. If you have written crap for the day, so be it. The whole idea here is to just write knowing very well that what you have written is probably not going to see the light of the day. You are giving yourself permission to suck. You are giving yourself permission to write crap. Now, it might sound a bit funny or what, but guess what? That was like a sudden aha moment for me. It was like, how come I never realized that it's okay to write things that will never be published? Just write. And who cares? Don't go back and delete. Just write. Just write. So I settled in me to say that, okay, I'm going to write. It, will, it can be crap. Who cares? I'm never going to publish that anyway. I just want it to be written only. So I set myself the goal of every day, I must write 1,000 words on the computer before I can go and do other things. So every day must be 1,000 words. And uh, every time when I started typing, suddenly the voice will come back and says, but what if it's not good enough? Is that the best word you can use? Now I remember there is this thing called zero draft. So I would quiet that voice and say, yeah, thanks for reminding me, but hey, I'm writing a zero draft. It's supposed to suck. And then I happily type away. For the first week, the 1,000 word was still a struggle. It was a struggle, yeah. And uh, by the end of seven days, I think I've written just slightly more than 7,000 over words. But week two came. And when week two came, there were certain days whereby in just one sitting, I could write up to about 4,000 to 5,000 words. And time just flew by. I was just typing it out. I was just typing it out. And by the end of 31 days, I realized that, hey, I have finished writing this book. So I took a few days off because now is my time for me to go back and edit and everything. So I took the paper, I printed it all out, and I got a red pen just to, to edit it and to see where I can cut and things like that. And to my surprise, I, I read stuff that even I myself felt like, did I write that? That was pretty good. <laughs> so you see, when I was uh, really stressing myself up over whether is it good enough, whether is it uh, will people appreciate it, what I was doing is I was preventing myself from writing good stuff. And I was just being too harsh on myself, too critical on myself. And as a result of that, I ended up 26 years not getting published. But the moment I begin to realize that, hey, I am writing a zero draft. Nobody cares if I make mistakes. Then suddenly I became less critical. And because I became less critical, I was writing in a more relaxed manner. And when I started writing in a more relaxed manner, guess what? The words just flowed, the creativity just flowed, and I went into the flow. I went into the zone. 
yeah, that's how I started writing it and writing it really, really fast. And years later, while I was attending a training by my friend David Chua, and he said something that really resonated with me, and I hope and I want to share this with you as well. And that is version one is better than version none. I'll say that again. Version one is better than version none. You can you can really like paint over, is this good? Is this perfect enough? You are trying to make it all perfect and all that, but you could also end up not doing anything because it will just never be perfect. Come on, face it. It will just never be perfect. Your desire for to want it to be perfect before you do anything is probably the thing that is going to hold you back. But when you go into, like in my case, zero draft, you give yourself the permission to be bad at it but in so doing, you actually have just given yourself permission to become good and to complete it. So remember, version 1 is better than version none. And when you have your version 1, you can always upgrade it to version 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, and maybe go to version 2.0. See you tomorrow. If you love this episode of the Emotional Freedom Podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. It would mean so much to me. See you tomorrow.